Hey, good Shabbos. This week's Parsha is Parsha Shoftim, and I wanted to discuss a pshat that is discussed by many Mepharshim in regards to the three exemptions that are given to someone when going out to war. So when going out to war, the Kohen gets up in front of the people, this Kohen Gadol, and he says, if you're f- afraid, then you should leave. And if you did these three things, you should also leave. What are these three things? If you built a house, if you built a vineyard, and if you just married someone. So the question is obvious. Those three things are seemingly totally random. And at the same time, also kind of like, who cares? These three things aren't necessarily something that should exempt someone from war. In Israel, it definitely does not. If you say, I just built a house, or you know, I just bought a house in Tel Aviv, they're not gonna be like, oh yeah, sure, you're exempt from the army. If you do marry a girl, they will exempt you. For the other two reasons, they won't exempt you. You can't just say, I built a field, and the Israeli army will be like, oh yeah, sure, you're exempt from the army. That's not how it works. So why is the Torah seemingly giving these three weird ideas? And then the second question is, is why are these three things out of order? So the two questions are, is what are these three random things? And question number two is why are these three things out of order? Because we say home, vineyard, wife. And it really should probably say wife, vineyard, home. You don't build a home and then put a vineyard on that home and then put a wife inside of that home. That's not how it works. You marry someone and then you buy a field and then on that field, you build a house. That's just the normal process of things in which the way works and in which the, the natural world works. So why is it that it's giving these three reasons completely out of order? So to answer the first question, many Mepharshim write that the reason that the Torah gives these three exemptions is because we're trying to show we don't just care about war. We're not just killing people and destroying cities. We also care about building. Building is actually in a certain way more important than just being a hero in war. Being a hero in war is a really important thing and we need those people. But at the same time, how are you gonna have a country built if you don't have people who are building your country? If people who are building your country go out to war and die, your country's just not gonna be built. It's very simple. And we care about building up the land and that's something that is valued. And it's not just war that's valued, which we see in many in many crusades throughout the the 12th century, the 13th century, 14th, up until the 16th century, there were many crusades and Muslim wars of religion that were done just for the sake of war, not for building anything there. They would just go to war and kill people and go back home. So the Jews don't believe in that. That's something we don't believe in. And the last thing, which is why are these things out of order? Seemingly, we said it should probably be you marry someone, you buy a vineyard, and then on that vineyard, you build a house. So why the opposite order? So Rabbi David Foreman has a beautiful answer, and he says that Hashem did the same thing when he created the world. Hashem created the world, the earth, and that was the house in which human beings could live. It's the oxygen we breathe, the environment in which we live in. That is our home. And then Hashem created Gan Eden. Gan Eden is that vineyard in which we could actually live closely in close proximity with him. And then Hashem actually put man inside of that vineyard. So there's a replication here of building. The building that is in war is also the replication of the building that is done by the creation of the world. Seemingly, there's a replication from Israel, conquering Israel to the creation of the world. It's almost a new creation of the world when the Jews take over Israel. It's a new story that's going to be told now from the world and on. There was, there was from creation until, you know, Harsinai, 
and Egypt and the enslavement of the Jews. And now we're at a new point in history and world history when the Jews are going to take Eretz Yisrael. So in this week's Haftorah in Yirmiyahu, it talks about how Yerushalayim is bereft of its beloved, which is talking about the Jews. It's bereft of its beloved. And I think that could easily be explained by this shot here. It's very, very difficult to understand how a city could be bereft or could be a mourning over a people. It doesn't make any sense. But it makes sense once we apply it to this shot in context of the exemptions of war. In the exemptions of war, we say that the vineyard in the house also need to have a wife inside of them. There's no point of having one without the other. And the same applies to Yerushalayim. Yerushalayim, maybe we could say, is the vineyard. The base Hamikdash is the house. And the Jewish people are the people that are supposed to dwell inside of that vineyard and that house. Without that component, we're missing one out of the three things. And Yerushalayim is bereft of one of those three components of building. Have a great Shabbos.